Good morning, I'm Pastor Rod Fair at North Douglas Church here in Victoria, British Columbia. Today's a bit of an odd day because uh, we've canceled our morning service due to icy conditions on the road. It's not that there's a huge amount of snow, but there's enough snow to cause some havoc here in Victoria. And certainly the roads, uh, all the side roads that, uh, that lead into the church are certainly not in any condition to have people driving on. So I'm pre-recording this message so that we can post it online and I trust that uh, you will be able to take this in. This is my message that is leading into the new year and I wanted to be able to share this. It's called Faith, Hope and Love and it's about the the Christian virtues that can embolden our uh, human spirit in order to help us to live courageously going into this next year of 2022. So I trust that uh, you'll be able to take it all in and, uh, and apply it to your life in a way that helps you as we venture into this new year. You know, coming through the Christmas season, it is uh, one of those things where so many times we have what we may call a Christmas aftermath. And that is that there's just a, a chaos that happens uh, over the, the Christmas day. There's boxes and ribbons and bows that are piled up and that are kind of a mess inside of the house. And then, of course, there's all the feasting that happens, the dirty dishes. There's a, an element uh, to celebrating in a holiday that really makes, uh, you know, quite a disruption in our own home. And it it can be tough to tackle it after we have had the party and we've celebrated with family, we've opened all the gifts to be able to say, oh, now I've got to clean it all up. And it, it can be a hard thing to to take on. It can be a hard thing to get into realizing that, you know, we're tired, we, we have uh, been able to have all of this fun, but yet now there's real work to be done. And so many people feel that way about entering into a new year that, wow, you know, we've, we've had a good celebration, a good holiday, but now it feels like there's a lot of work. And it, uh, it can be quite the thing to be able to, to venture into. Um, you know, for us here in Victoria, even though it's a small amount of snow by anybody else's standards, you know, we're not used to it. We're used to only a little bit of snow throughout January. And so it coming during the Christmas holidays has really thrown people into a bit of a, of a panic. And the fact that there's, you know, only three or four inches might not be much to others, but it certainly is here. And it is, it is due, uh, to the fact that people don't know how to drive in it. It's a different kind of snow that happens here because it's often so wet and we know that the rain is going to come and wash it all away in a few days, but it really does uh, turn to a bit of a, a chaos. Uh, there is some aftermath in the bit of a snowstorm that people go, I'm not sure I'm ready for this. I'm not sure I want to shovel the sidewalk. I'm not sure if I can handle all the things that are necessary. It is a bit of work. And you know, in our situation that we're currently living in, I mean, all of the things that have happened within the COVID-19 pandemic and the fact that there's new restrictions and they change the rules and we're not sure what it's going to mean going into the future, it also causes some anxiety. And we say, well, it just feels like so much work to be done. How can we face this next year 
with courage? How can we face this next year knowing that God's going to lead us in a way that's going to help uh, not only the kingdom of God, but that we can feel a part of it, that we can feel like we are overcoming and being victorious in the midst of it? Uh, Let me take you uh, to a place of considering the person of the Apostle Paul. You really, I consider him to be somebody that is like courage personified. There is so many times that he suffered through difficulty and yet he persevered. He was somebody that overcame all of the things that were, that he was facing. He had been imprisoned and yet he was still witnessing for Christ. Even though they were throwing him in jail for what he was saying about Jesus, ultimately he was still doing it. Um, he had been shipwrecked. And yet he was planning other journeys. He was, he was planning other trips, even though it had happened a number of times where he was uh, injured in the midst of a traveling trip. Um, he had been stoned by mobs, and yet he was still testifying about Jesus in these new areas, not being daunted by the fact that there were people that were opposed to the message of the gospel. He was courageous. He, he lived out this life of courage, and he planned for greater things. He was planning forward, looking forward to that which was to come. And I think that that is a way that we should be able to live as well. You know, the Apostle Paul inspired others to greater things. And and I think that that is so important. You may be asking, well, how did he do it? What can we learn from his life that would take us to a place that would be able to show what we need in order to persevere, what we need in order to be courageous and to make it uh, something that would be important for us for this next year of 2022. And I want to to share the a couple of things with you about that because he certainly was a hard worker. Paul was out there doing the things that were necessary to share the gospel, but it wasn't hard work that was really the important component. You know, his relationship with God was deeper than just the effort. And really, these virtues of faith, hope, and love were so pivotal, so foundational to who he was as a person that they uh, helped him to make it through anything. And he continued to share these three things over and over again to the churches that he visited. And I want to give you a few examples, but I'm specifically going to read from 1 Thessalonians chapter 1. Verse 2 and 3, as he writes to this church in Thessalonica, he says this, We always thank God for all of you and pray for you constantly. As we pray to our God and Father about you, we think of your faithful work, your loving deeds, and the enduring hope you have because of our Lord Jesus Christ. You know, in the very simplest context, he includes all of these things that he is praying for for the church that he loves right? He is praying all of these things that are coming out of his own identity, the things that are important to him, faith, hope, and love. The Thessalonians, you know, he said he thought of their faithful work. And so he thought of their loving deeds. He thought of their enduring hope. And all of those things were expressed to them as he was praying for them. But, you know, to the Corinthians, when he was writing to them, he said that, faith, hope, and love were the things that would always endure, and the, even the greatest would be the love, 1 Corinthians chapter 13. You know, ultimately to the Colossian church, he, he named their faith in Jesus, 
their love for the people and that they would have such a, a hope of heaven that would inspire others. And he, he praised them for this to, the, to Timothy, his protege. Uh, he wrote that God had filled him uh, with faith and love so that he might inspire others to receive the eternal gift. And that was Paul himself saying, this is, this is within me. This is what God has gifted me with, faith, hope, and love. And I believe that as it was vital to Paul's life in being able to live for Jesus Christ, no matter what the circumstances, that it's vital to our life. And that as believers, we can take these things in, ask God to instill them deep within us, and he will help us, really embolden us to live courageously in the coming days. And so this is the main point of my message today, that God gives us what we need to rise up and courageously face tomorrow. You know, we need to be people of courage. We have some, some very daunting times. There's, there's things that we must overcome. There's challenges within our day. And Jesus is calling us to be the kind of people that would be demonstrating uh, who, his character, who he is. And so when we have these things, faith, hope, and love deep within us, we will be able to do the things that God is calling us to do, to represent him, to witness for him, to be able to pray for others. All of these things, because the character virtues of faith, hope, and love are all there. In fact, in Philippians chapter 4, Paul wrote to this church and said, I know how you live on almost nothing or with everything. I have learned the secret of living in every situation, whether it is with a full stomach or empty, with plenty or little, for I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength. And that is so important. You know, we understand that we are coming to God for his strength and that he will supply everything that we need. And he has given us these three character qualities, these three virtues that can be instilled in our character so that we can live faithfully for him. So let's talk about them for a few moments. The first, faith. Faith is what we talk about when we mention trust in God. We want to be able to trust God with all that we are. And so we talk about a believing Faith is what we have deep down inside in our spirit when we are trusting God and, um, and asking him for what he is saying to us and we're listening to what God has for us. In Romans chapter 10, it says, If you declare with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. It is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. We are trusting with, uh, we, are, we are demonstrating our faith. We are trusting in God with our whole life. We are believing. Now let's talk about hope. You see, hope is what we talk about when we're looking into the future, when we're anticipating what is to come. I mean, it's so many people look into our present day and they're, I don't know what's to come. But I know that God has tomorrow in the in the palms of his hands. In fact, he has promised a very great things for the future, not only in the present day, but far into the future, that we would be guaranteed eternal life because of our faith in Jesus Christ. This is our hope, our eternal hope. 
And Romans 15, 13 says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. You know, hope is that which takes us further. When we can see uh, hopefulness going forward, we know that God will continue to inspire us, lift us up, and we will experience that joy and that peace that we so long for in our life. Let's talk about love. Love is what we talk about when we need to act according to our belief. It's not just a feeling, although we we want to have that feeling of love and being loved and extending love. It really is an action. We make a choice to love others. We make a choice to demonstrate our care and our concern for others. So we love God as we worship him, but we care for others as we reach out to them, whether it be with a a helping hand or a prayer or a word of encouragement. We need to practice love in order to help others connect with Jesus. And so in Romans 12, Paul encourages the church, says, don't just pretend to love others, really love them. Hate what is wrong, hold tightly to what is good, love each other with genuine affection and take delight in honoring each other. We are all called. We are called by God to love other people. And so we need to take seriously that call of God and we need to demonstrate his character in loving other people. You know, as I come to the end of this message, I, I must say, I don't know what tomorrow holds, but I know I can face whatever will come as God works in me to have faith, to hold on to hope, and to demonstrate his love. You know, let me share this uh, about a man uh, back in history who who did such great things for God. In fact, his name is William Carey and he is known often as the the father of modern missions. And uh, as he was preparing to go abroad, to go into foreign territory from from the United Kingdom to be able to go into India and share the love of Jesus, he actually said these words, expect great things from God, attempt great things for God. And ultimately, that inspired so many people to to engage in mission, to engage in sharing the love of Jesus with others, to to share the gospel. And uh, he himself took that to heart, and he went to India. He served there for over 40 years, and he had such a difficult time. You know, this was uh, in the early 1800s, and uh, you know what communication and travel would have been like. It, It would have been difficult. And they had many difficulties. In fact, at the end of 40 years, his mission organization that he established could only really point to about 700 people that had been positively affected for Jesus Christ. And yet he had an, uh, was a, a big part of providing scripture in the local languages, many different Indian languages that had the word of God because of his work. And they They were affected for Jesus Christ well beyond uh, the time of his life. After he had passed away, um, his legacy was that people were still being affected for Jesus through the work that he had done. But in the midst of the difficulty and some of the real troubling times within India, one of the things that he reminded himself of, and um, 
and I think this is, is such a, a great thing to keep in mind, is that in the midst of the difficulty, he would tell himself this, I am here and God is here. You know, these two things, that he was still there, that he was still actively doing the work of God was important to him, but it was very, very important to know that God was present with him, regardless of the difficulty, regardless of the things that were going on, he was doing the work and God was present. And so he knew that there was going to be more. As he continued to have faith, as he continued to hope and share the love of God, there was going to be a continue, continuation of, of the kingdom of God, that the work that he was making and doing in India. You know, when we're going through our difficulties in our day, as we look forward into 2022, not knowing what is going to happen, I want you to know that as long as we are still here, that God will also be here for us. And so whatever you are enduring in this day, whatever you are hoping for to happen in this next year, believe in Christ, trust in him, know that he has great hope for you and that he has a job for you to do in loving others. And I know that God will be present with you and that he will help you. Let's pray together. Father God, thank you so much for who you are and how you help us. You have given us these three great gifts, love, hope, faith, in order that we might be able to do your work. And Lord, I pray that you would continue to dig them down deep into our soul, that our very character would be such that we are demonstrating who you are, how you've helped so many. Thank you for people like the Apostle Paul. Thank you for people like William Carey that demonstrated these things. God, they are an example to us, and we want to be examples to others as we live for you in this day. So we ask for your power to do that. Make us courageous to live forward. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for being with me online today. I trust that uh, anything that you need from the church or you want to contact us with a, a prayer request, you can find on our webpage, northdouglaschurch.com. You can contact us for prayer requests at prayer at northdouglaschurch.com. We'd be glad to pray for you. God bless you. You have a great day.